the people, the maintenance, collecting rents, and then just how to get tenants in the properties right away were the biggest things that I tackled right away when brought management in-house. Self-management, buddy, yeah. it's, a, it's a big thing that's changed the game for us big time and excited to kind of share the benefits and what it's done for our business, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, especially going through last episode, we're talking about the trials, the tribulations, the challenges on uh, third-party management. Definitely some you know benefits from time to time and where you utilize them, but self-management is sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's a sexy this fireplace right here. Let's acknowledge the fireplace. It feels good. Yeah, you know, light it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we get some s'mores out and see where the world takes us. Let's do it, buddy. Yeah. Let's save it till the end, though. All right. That is my favorite part of camping, by the way. S'mores. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Just not be in the middle of nowhere, away from electronics. That's second. Second to s'mores. S'mores. Yeah. 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 Do you like the, you like burnt marshmallows or not burnt? No, I don't want them completely blackened. Yeah. Uh, those people are really worried about. Weird. Yeah, they're sick. Just black, black. Yeah. Yeah. I just get it as hot into the center of the fire and then leave it there for 30 minutes, start on fire and walk around with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you think the toy at that time? Yeah, you think you're going to get one of those yeah. those tricks where they kind of put it into their throat and like, ah. Oh. Fire is pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> So to answer your question, I like it kind of gooey, browned, yeah. not blackened, yeah, charred a bit. Um, cool. You know, friend Evan tur turned me on to the idea of Oreo cookie Hershey's. Whew. What's that? Yeah, you won't go back after you've done that. No. no. Sounds uh, interesting. So instead of regular chocolate, Oreo cookie. Chocolate. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of chocolate to begin with. So the mind blowing. I'm a substitute to Oreos. Yeah, I love Oreos for sure. Wow. Well, so give it a whirl sometime. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so the management, huh? Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Here we are. All right, we yeah. can go around on that. Uh, so you know, you uh, you've kind of been the ringleader for self management. So a lot of this questioning is going to be, you know, toward yourself. You've been the boots on the ground, helping to build out software, things like that. Uh, so let's talk about a little bit why, why you got started, why kind of self-management, cause you were starting to self-manage before even we, yeah. uh, we started doing business together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it started off with third party management, which we talked previously is like easiest way to get into having rentals and not have to be super hands-on Yeah. and never in my life did I ever want to self-manage properties. Only thing you hear about when you first buy rentals is the nightmares of tenants coming to you twelve o'clock at night, one o'clock in the morning about their toilet being clogged up or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so in a lot of people's heads that's what they think self management is. And for me saying the same thing. I was like I was like, nah, I don't wanna self manage whatsoever. So yeah, you got into real estate investing, so you could be hands off and hang out. We just talked about, yeah. you know, we jumped away from more of kind of a, a career orientated job to more investor and things like that. You don't want people calling you in the middle of the night. At, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, start out with third party management, and then after a while, multiple things happen. But again, if if you want to scale up, eventually you need to bring management in the house. And what a catalyst was for me though was. 
how the properties were were being managed, what I yeah. eventually found out, and um, the cost that was involved, some of the headaches I was going through, some of the same conversations I was having with the property management company month after month on issues. Yeah. Um, it just, after a while, it's a, it was such a headache that was forced to bring it in house and have a really good buddy. We invest in quite a few properties together yeah. that self-manage all of his mm-hmm. stuff. He lives in Arizona, has a bunch of stuff in Ohio and it was self-managing it out of state. And he's like, dude, Mark, you're a dummy. You got to self-manage. It's so easy. It's not that bad. And I was like, nah, you're a dummy. I had to do this and <laughs> so much work. Yeah. Um, but eventually that's was the catalyst was the properties we had together was some of the stuff stuff we we're having a lot of issues on plus just my personal stuff I was having issues on um so he was kind of the pushing to do self-management so finally made that jump and uh yeah that's what started going down the rabbit hole of building out a management man I, I say management team software systems processes all that stuff was just bad management to begin with yeah party management Interesting. Was there a specific moment that you said, this is it, I'm done, I got to jump, I got to make the leap? I, that That's a great question. I don't know if there was a one specific moment. Maybe there was a realization after I had the same conversation for the fifth time about the same thing with the management company. It's like, okay, obviously this is not going to change. Yeah. And the only way it's going to change is if I do something myself so that was probably one of the biggest things is that stuff just was not changing whatsoever and then gotcha so it was a build up over time it was because and also once you start over you'd start turning over rocks it's oh that's another issue another issue another issue it's a snowball that all of a sudden you realize man this is a bit of a disaster you start to lose track of all the issues there are (laughs) yeah we're kind of going through that on a a property wheel together yeah that's true that's managed by a third party so we still have a few things managed by third parties yeah mainly a few apartments that we have everything else is self-managed but one of the ones that we're going through what you just said is you don't cover this rock and you see this issue and then that leads to oh well here's an issue and then here's another issue and it's just like what did we get ourselves into? Yeah. When does this stop? At what point are we saying, okay, uh, that's it, right? You know, so and obviously for us, we're we're taking that in house and it's a realization that, oh, you know, what what's happening with that property and managing them and all of that, but yeah. learning lesson for us along the way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, interesting. So uh, we touched on this a bit last episode, but maybe kind of reiterating a little bit on uh, benefits. Why why self-managing uh, you touched a little bit earlier on some of the challenges with third party but what are you seeing as some of the biggest benefits um biggest thing said a hundred times <clears throat> is people don't care about your stuff as much as you do yeah these houses are yours they're your babies they're they're what is grown on your net worth there is what is it's affecting your family in regards to this is what's supporting our family, these rentals. This is yeah. what eventually would be passed down to kids. Um, so it's it's the effect that nobody cares about your stuff like you do. And then once you start to bring that house, that really gets amplified by some of the problems and issues that you've seen as gone on while a third-party management has had it. And then you bring it in the house, you're like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why is this house like this? Why did you guys stick this? tenant in here so um 
that was a, a big thing for us was just long-term wise, if we wanted to keep these assets long-term, we got to bring this stuff in house and go down that process of getting all that stuff built out. Yeah. Yeah. makes sense. But you know, you think about it can be a little intimidating, obviously why you had not jumped into self-management at that point, And you're had a, quite a few properties at that point. Um, what were you seeing as those puzzle pieces? What was the, what were those barriers of entry or, or maybe even just the framework in general of, you know, property management, what are those big puzzle pieces and how'd you overcome that, that barrier? Yeah. Good question. Um, I say the biggest thing is, uh, going back to what I mentioned earlier, the misconception about managing tenants and emergencies and waking up at 12 in the morning to phone call, stuff like that. That is, uh, to put it out there, that doesn't really happen. Um, first off, you got to set expectations on what an emergency is with the tenant. Um, some tenants think that them losing their keys at one o'clock in the morning because maybe they've had too much to drink as an emergency and now they're trying to blow up my phone. That's not an emergency. And you set those expectations up front with tenants on certain things. What were they calling about? They just liked you. They're, hey, Mark, come on out. Come party with us. Yeah, I, I don't. And they <laughs> thought you were cute. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Common sense, but hey, sorry, Susie. I am in a different state. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah I know we hit it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's uh, it's getting over that mindset that that's not really the reality, but then finding the right people to help you manage stuff. So. The biggest thing is finding a handyman that can go and take care of emergencies when they come up, if it's in, within their realm. Um, but just take care of the tenant themselves and take care of the maintenance requests that come and take care of the little things that the tenant needs to have an enjoyable experience in the property. Yeah. Um, one thing we do for emergencies is we list, hey, here's what an emergency is and here's the right contacts to call when there is an emergency. Um, so we set that expectation up from the front. But... uh Finding that handyman and that could be the same person that also helps you with your unit churns when a property goes vacant, um, getting that thing cleaned up, remodeled, things like that. Um, could be a different contractor, depending on the type of work needed, but could be the handyman. So really, it was getting the handyman and then figuring out um, leasing up the properties, how to work tenant leads, showings, marketing, where to put the properties out at. Yeah. And then once you get a, a tenant in place, figuring out how to collect the rent. So the people, the maintenance, um, collecting rents, and then just how to get tenants in the properties right away were the biggest things that I tackled right away when brought management in-house. Got it. Interesting. 